0: Coming up on today's federal newscast, Customs and Border Protection ends a recruitment contract with a major vendor. With Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen stepping down, where does that leave the agency's leadership? And a ruling by federal arbiters means HHS employees could soon find their telework days and holiday leave cut down. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Customs and Border Protection has canceled its recruitment and hiring contract with Accenture Federal Services. CBP says it ended its multi-million dollar contract for convenience with no penalty to Accenture. Accenture received a total of $21 million for completed work, including $19 million in startup costs and another $2 million for about 56 applicants that Accenture got through the hiring process. CBP and Accenture are settling outstanding charges the balance of remaining contract funds will go back to the Treasury. The departure of Secretary Kirsten Nielsen is just one more hole in the management Swiss cheese of the Homeland Security Department. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. With Kevin McAleenan as acting secretary, Customs and Border Protection now has no full-time head. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement will go longer without a confirmed head now that President Trump withdrew the nomination of Ron Vitello. DHS also lacks a permanent deputy secretary, chief financial officer, and undersecretary for science and technology. There's no undersecretary for strategy, policy, and plans. The deputy undersecretary for management is leaving for the private sector. I'm Tom Temin. President Trump intends to nominate U.S. Treasurer Jovita Carranza to serve as the next head of the Small Business Administration. She'd replace outgoing administrator Linda McMahon. Carranza served as SBA's deputy administrator for more than three years under the George W. Bush administration. Prior to serving in government, she spent more than 20 years working for UPS and served as president of the company's Latin America and Caribbean operations. Trump, in a tweet posted Thursday, praised McMahon for having done an outstanding job and says he looks forward to having join his cabinet. Mark Calabria is confirmed as director of the Federal Housing Finance Agency. He takes over for acting director Joe Otting. FHFA oversees the government-sponsored entities Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Calabria was a senior aide on the Senate Banking Committee, where he helped in writing the Housing and Economic Recovery Act of 2008, which created the agency. Agencies have a new guide for selecting, assessing, and training program managers. The Office of Personnel Management identifies 32 competencies and 19 technical competencies agencies can use as a guide to recruit and retain program management talent. It surveyed over 7,000 federal employees for their ideas. The competencies and survey are part of OPM's efforts to comply with the Program Management Improvement Accountability Act. Health and Human Services employees may see some of their allowances reduced. The Federal Services Impasses panel sides mostly with management in a dispute between labor groups and the agency. The changes, which concern telework and leave around December holidays, are still on hold, however, while other CBA agreements are negotiated. HHS is the first agency to try out the new direct hire authority for technology positions. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Less than 24 hours after the direct hire rule came out, the Department of Health and Human Services is looking to hire four people with that new authority. HHS and the U.S. Digital Service issued a job notice on Friday saying to accept the first 100 applicants over the next two days. HHS says it's looking for candidates in four skill set areas, IT specialist, IT customer support, IT data management, and IT policy and planning. OPM finalized the rule on April 4th, giving CIOs the ability to hire people with IT expertise more quickly for a term appointment of no more than four years. I'm Jason Miller. Cybersecurity remains the hottest service under the Alliant2 government-wide acquisition contract, but artificial intelligence and robotics process automation are catching up quickly. GSA reports agencies contracted for 128 cyber projects in 2018, while big data and virtual networking followed closely. GSA says the Alliant2 contract saw a big jump in the number of AI and RPA projects, with 61 and 72 projects respectively. Overall, agencies spent more than $4.4 billion on 100. task orders on Alliant 2 last year. The Army wants to get to work quickly on outsourcing at least some of its IT infrastructure to private companies. In a notice to industry, the Army says it's considering using other transaction authority instead of a traditional contract to begin a project it calls Information Technology as a Service. It's planning to pilot the approach at at least 15 of its bases, starting with three this year. The work would encompass a range of IT services the Army currently delivers on its own, from wide area networking to application hosting, collaboration, and help desk services. The service says its current approach won't let it modernize its enterprise IT quickly enough to meet soldiers' needs. To help more soldiers get civilian occupational licenses, the Army looks to expand its credentialing assistance program. The program started as a pilot in Fort Hood, Texas in 2018. Sergeant Major of the Army Dan Daly says it now will be expanding to all installations starting October 1st. The Army hopes that by credentialing soldiers in civilian occupations, soldiers will have an easier time getting jobs once they leave the military the Air Force will merge its two organizations overseeing cyber, intelligence, and electronic warfare. Air Combat Command says it will combine its 24th and 25th Air Forces at Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland in Texas with the hopes of increasing unity across cyber and other areas to provide more options for combatant commanders. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.